back to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks5. And this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. Welcome back to a brand new week, everybody. I hope you are all doing well. And this week, you know, I want to talk about AI, but what I want to talk about is just the sentiment that I've been hearing all throughout the sphere of, you know, crypto Twitter or Twitter in general and just social media. And the meta of content strategy right now is a little annoying, admittedly. As soon as things come out, it's like, okay, you know, this just came out, you know, 10 things you need to know, a thread, boom. And it's just like, everyone's got a thread, everyone's got 10 things you don't, you know, you need to know. And part of what I keep hearing and seeing is a lot of, you know, everyone's got a hot take and everyone's got a hot take on the doomsday theories of AI and... Everyone's got a take on how all of our jobs are going to be wiped out and replaced by AI. And I don't agree with all of it, and I don't disagree with all of it. Most often, the truth usually is somewhere in between, in the middle. And so I want to give my response to some of the hot takes, quote unquote, that I've been seeing from afar. First off is listening to people making predictions and calculations on, you know, the millions. And when I, the numbers I've heard are staggering. They are in the hundreds of millions of jobs being wiped out by AI. And I just want to pause before we go any further and say two things. You know, I think a lot about why people do the things that they do. And a lot of times, people make knee-jerk reactions based out of fear. And that is a human nature natural response. That is fear from, you know, early evolution of man. You know, anytime we feel threatened, or, you know, whether it's our job, whether it's our security, any type of psychological or physiological need, you know, from Maslow's hierarchy of needs... You know, anytime we feel that one of these things is threatened uh, from us or or towards us, you know, we usually will act from uh, a a motivation of fear. And this doomsday theory that AI is going to take out all these jobs, and I think that, you know, when the Gutenberg press was invented, one of the first things that people did was they started writing fake shit and printing it. And it was like, there's two things that are being printed. The Bible in this ridiculous false piece of whatever that someone just printed. And of course that happened. But people, you know, mankind learned ways around this, right? When the internet was created, you know, The internet was invented for scientists and researchers to share information. And what was one of the biggest kind of explosions of the internet was, you know, 
hackers creating and spreading viruses and pornography being uploaded to the internet. It was like the absolute opposite thing that was the entire purpose of his of its existence became this like hardcore use case. And then, you know, it took the establishment of Web2 companies like Google, whose sole job was, you know, finding all information and data across the internet, but not just querying all information, but good information and putting it together into a package. And so when you Google things, you're not being bombarded with pornography and viruses. You're being bombarded with relevant top results of information that you want to see. And so we got there, even with internet, you know, early internet days being like super crazy. I say all that to say that in the dawn of AI, where we are today, you know, people go, well, what are we going to do when people can just fake phone calls with emulated voices or deep fake videos, you know, and we can't tell the truth? It's like, I believe mankind will figure out a way to discern the real from the not real and from the fake. It's just what we do. It's just what we do. This is just another technology. And, you know, this, this total information war, truth war on the internet, that's no doubt. And part of the beauty of the internet is that anything kind of goes. And so that includes, you know, fake news, quote unquote, but we still figure out a way. But then now let me get to the jobs thing and back to where I was coming from with the fear stuff, which is I am somebody that, am, you know, I'm no exception from the rule. You know, when I feel like things like my career or my job or my skills, you know, that I you know went to college for or learned or, you know, had to do stuff for, you know, feel like they're going to be threatened by AI, you know, I would feel that same fear. But. As any creative, I think, you know, it's all about utilizing the AI. I mean, if in utilizing the technology, my, my point is if a simple introduction of AI is what it took to make your existence or your, you know, job of the moment totally replaceable, then really the way I would see that is this is being the straw that broke the camel's back and not totally being this disruptive technology that eradicated the labor force. Because, you know, and I think about music producers, right? I mean, look at where we are today. It's like, look at the like the predominant music production of, like, what's going on. I mean, it hardly even uses music theory anymore. I mean, the, the, the chord progressions are all the same. They're all redundant. They're over and over and over again. I mean, how many times are you going to do the one, four, five, one, right? And so it's like for anyone that's like classically trained or has this wealth of knowledge from musical theory, I mean, if you've just looked at any of the music production over the last 20 years, you're probably going like, well, you know, being mad at that. And so when you look at non-musical theory production or you look at like hip hop production in particular, which is, you know, a lot of what mainstream production is anyways. And it's like most of those producers are, you know, hardly ever using music theory and or they're just sampling already, you know, other creative works. And so when you think of like AI music, you know, somehow taking out music production and it being this, 
you know, oh, it's wiping out like the workforce of music production. I mean, music production was already there. Once again, this is just another technology. I mean, as a music producer, you should totally just be seeing AI as a way to utilize, you know, technology more and, and, and not having it be this disruptive, you know, this thing that's, you know, somehow going to replace your job in the studio. Anyone that really works in the music industry knows it's a people first business. It's a who you know business. It's a relationships business. So it's silly to think that just AI is going to come and take someone's job like that. Now, should you be using AI? Of course. A language model is not the end-all be-all of AI. I mean, you know, it's it's a feature. It's a tool. It's part of the tool belt. I mean, it's nothing more. It's nothing less than that. So the moral of the story is, if this were to be a here's 10 things you need to know Twitter thread, the moral of the story would be calm down, stay antiquated with the most up-to-date technology, and that means the large language models that are coming out, like Google's Bard, like OpenAI's ChatGPT, and the others, and have fun with it. That's it. Learn how to use it in your interpersonal communications. Learn how to use it with, you know, the music production. Learn how to use it with a response with emails. Learn how to apply it to your own content, whether it's artwork, whether it's, you know, putting out a promo flyer, whether it's figuring out the next caption for your Instagram picture, whether it's your next tweet. There's just no excuses. I'm tired of the laziness. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of the fear-based reasoning and rationale for this is why I can't progress or this is why I shouldn't try. It's a loser mentality. You got to get rid of it. So use it to your benefit. That's all I'm trying to say. Be smart. You know, it's a work smart situation. And hopefully, you know, you're using AI and working smart. So that's all I got to say. I think I'm going to leave it there. You know, I really just wanted to rant. I had the little chip on my shoulder this week because I see a lot of hot takes, you know, and, and all these hot takes make me want to come up with my own hot take or not even come up with my own hot take that I, I, I end up having my own hot take after reading them. And so sometimes I'll read something and it's just going to, you know, be the thing that kind of fires me up and I'm like, okay, that's enough for me to make an entire episode of. So that's what we did this week. Wanted to talk about it. So shout out to all the doomsday theorists out there. This episode is dedicated to you. And if you are not already, make sure you are following us on social media. You can follow the podcast on TikTok. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on YouTube. And you can also follow us anywhere podcasts are streamed for free, including Spotify, including Google Podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else. So give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, share, check us out. We're always talking about all things music NFTs, all things AI music, all things technology when it comes to the music industry and disrupting it. So that's it for this week. I'll see you same place, same time next week. Peace. Peace.